0: Hello and welcome to the Grace on Fire show. I'm your host, Carrie Stanley. I'm a mom of twin boys, a nature lover, a travel adventure junkie, and the founder of the Grace on Fire movement. First, I wanna say thank you for tuning in here. I'm on a mission to support women To live a fully aligned life that is on fire through nature soul fulfilling retreats i'm bringing this show to life to share the many stories of others and my own of what truly following the god whispers really looks like i'm a big believer that we can step into the life that we are being called to and that the journey looks different for each and every woman in the show you'll learn powerful lessons learn a variety of tools, hear from different faith backgrounds, and hear the real backstories in all different stages of what it really looks like to step out in faith and live a life that is Grace on Fire. Let's tune in. Are you living a great story? Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Grace on Fire show. Today, we are talking all about creating an extraordinary year for 2023. Why? Because we're in 2023. And I believe that life matters right here, right now, and the decisions that we make today can create a ripple effect. But there are a few things that I see get in our way and have gotten in my way that I wanted to share today As we focus in now, I could have recorded this episode early on because I do a lot of planning. If you, if you follow my adventures, you know that I have a whole process that I do going into the new year. One of the things that I think is super important is often we can kind of do these new year resolutions or we can do these new year declarations or, you know, we're going to, we're going to change a bunch of stuff in the year and then we don't revisit it. So just because I have a process that happens to coincide with the flip of the calendar doesn't mean that I'm not always working on it all year long. And I have check-ins, checkpoints throughout the year. And the reason that I share this is because that did not always be the case. Like I definitely did not operate like this, you know, seven years ago, eight years ago. And it has been a massive difference in what I'm able to accomplish and experience throughout a year because of a couple of these critical things. So I ask you this as you're, as you are getting into the year, we're a few weeks in already and it's really easy for us to start sliding back already forgetting some of the goals that we set and getting into the question of, oh my gosh, is it like, are my dreams or are my goals even going to happen this year? And here's what I say is every day is a new chance and a new way to choose different. The more often that we are choosing different, choosing the new and recommitting, the the more your goals are going to actually move. So I wanted to record this episode closer to the end of the month because I think it's so important to really start looking at how do I get to choose different in my everyday life? So I can finally create the new ways that I'm actually desiring to create. And for some of you, and even I know I've got some goals that have been there for a really long time is how many things do you have that you've been saying one day I'm going to, and it's been a dream of yours for a really long time. So today we're going to talk about how do I actually get movement in what fires me up and that's the first point the first point is what is it that you truly truly desire and so when i asked you this question at the beginning of are you living a great story ask yourself that question am i living a life in the way that i actually want to live it that doesn't mean that everything's going perfect that doesn't mean that everything is, uh, that you've created everything that you want and everything's, you know, turning out the way you want, doesn't mean any of that. The question is, is are you living the story? Are you on the path to creating what you really desire or have you accepted or settled or are you tolerating or have you given up on dreams that still like still are hooked into you? Have you decided that certain things are no longer your fate? Have you have you given up on something that you really, really wanted? And honestly, like maybe you tell yourself stories that you don't even want it anymore. But if you got really honest with yourself, you actually do, but you've decided it's not for you. Where are all of those things? And so, so one of the big things that I always like to say is you've got to know what you value. You've got to know what you value when we don't know what we value and we're possibly taking what other people value and what other people feel is important or what we've been taught to feel is important. Then we will feel out of alignment and we will not feel fulfilled. Now, here's the big thing with the values every single person's values and even the order of values is completely different. And we get to honor our own and we also get to honor other people's. But the way that we can live a great story is to finally start being honest with ourselves about what we value what we actually want, and then start reorganizing our life to actually create that. Now, I can do a whole podcast episode on discovering your values, discovering those different things, and it'll still be the tip of the iceberg. These are the types of things in the Grace on Fire community that we will be doing together because I'm a big believer that living like knowing you you know that that saying know thyself um knowing you knowing what you value has got to be an anchor that is incredibly incredibly important and one of the courses that i teach in in the grace on fire community that is coming up is is actually called explore where we actually go through and start looking at these types of things so I say that because if you have not jumped into the community, that is a, it's a full year long. And not only that, it just like continues and continues and continues because the goal of this community is that we grow together. And I'm on a mission for women who are fully aligned, grounded in their values and living their great story. And so it is something that it, it will live and breathe in the community to honor each other But to know yourself so fully that you're starting to make decisions completely aligned with what your values are and what you actually truly want. And there's a permission here. There's a freedom here. There is a authenticity that lives here. And so my really good friend that I went on a retreat with, she comes from around Austin, Texas. And that's a big thing in Austin, Texas for one of the businesses down there. And they've got stickers and flags and different things like that, that say live a great story. Now, when you hear that, I want you to say like, you have the pin to your story. You have the pin for what has been written so far. You have the pen for and the blank pages that what can be written next. Ask yourself, how intentional am I being on what I actually truly want and living a great story? And if you're not living the story that you want right now, great, now you know that that's not what you want. The question is, is are you gonna con- continue accepting it living it living at that level or are you going to actually make some changes are you going to actually start getting intentional on the story that you want to live the story that you want to write and begin working on yourself in order to create that so I fully fully believe we held the flag, the live a great story up in at the end of the Grand Canyon, because that was the retreat that she went on with me. And at the end of that, we had gone down for a couple days, stayed at the bottom, and then also come back up. And when we came back up, we all took pictures with this flag that says live a great story. And it was such a moment for me personally, where I, I felt I felt that aliveness of I'm living a great story. Not only in that moment for those four days was that an incredible great story, but when I really looked at my life, even though some things were falling apart, not everything is going according to what I would call my plan, you know? I still was like the the way that I have set up my life is a great story and I'm actually really proud of it. Even the really tough times, I'm really proud of it. And that is something that has really, really hit me of the more that I'm living my bucket list. Now, the more that I'm living intentional and actually going after things that I really want, is like I can actually true, truly say hashtag live a great story is actually the way that I'm living. That wasn't always the case when I look back to, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when I was, I was in a career and I don't have the story that you hear some people say where they were miserable and life was just, you know, they hated their job and those types of things. That was not the case for me. I actually was quite happy, even though things were falling apart, I was quite happy, but internally there was something that was off, but what I had accepted was complacency. And when we have complacency, we have death happening in our life. And so things begin falling apart, things begin falling away, and we start clinging to complacency as comfort. We start clinging to complacency as comfort because there's something about, let me just kind of keep it the same because it feels pretty good, even though there's a lot more out there and more out there seems scary. And so I hung on to that until I ended up getting fired and I'd already gone through a divorce. I'd already gone through like several upheavals. And then it was kind of the like, like the last, the last, I, I, I want to say the last straw, but it wasn't the last straw, but it was like the last thing that God was like, let me rip this under out from underneath you to really get your attention that there is something more for you. And if you're not going to listen and you're not going to uproot I'm going to start really making it uncomfortable, so I get your attention, and that's exactly what happened. And I remember, and I've told this story over and over and over. Of after I got fired, a week later, my mom took me out to New York City, and I'm standing on the corner of of uh, 34th Street and Macy's, and I just remember, you guys, I just remember being numb. My kids were. Uh, seven at the time. So I was a single mom with two kids, a very, very large house and a large house payment. I was not like, I was okay financially, but not great. And I just, I just remember thinking like, I honestly didn't feel like the greatest mom at that time. And all of my energy had been poured into my work. And I was actually, I was actually revered in my work. And I'd gotten awards and different things like that. And so I'd poured everything into my work and I loved the people that I worked with. Sure, there was some some things that were frustrating, but like it had become my thing that I was attached to. And I didn't have a big identity outside of all of that. And so when that was gone... I had this moment of, and it was, it was such an overnight thing that happened. I, I went into this space of just feeling numb and asking myself, like, how did I get here? How did I become this? And when I really looked back and I feel myself on that corner was, there was a part of me that had been that I had allowed to be lost, that I had allowed to just kind of like shut down and put the lid on. And it was the inner dreamer. It was the inner little girl that she always wanted to adventure. She was always climbing. I always like, I would climb in my kitchen. Um, when I was a little girl with my mom and I would get on the doorways and I would put one foot on one side of the doorway, one foot on the other side of the doorway. And I would shimmy all the way to the top and I would sit at the very top of the doorway. And I say sit, but I wasn't sitting on anything. I just had my two, my two feet on both ends. And I loved being way up high and I would have conversations with my mom and we would talk about, you know, while she was cooking, I'm sure she probably wanted me to be helping her cooking instead. But I, I had this like need to climb trees and adventure and see and explore and those types of things. And those were things that I didn't realize that I had shut off that there was a dreamer in me that I had shut off and I had started following everybody else's rules. What I thought they wanted for me, what I thought was safe. And I remember standing on the corner of that street and it was snowing in New York city, right at Christmas time. It was a couple of weeks before Christmas time. And I remember just sitting there like where I just, just, I was talking to God, but not even realizing that I was talking to God. I just was like, just talking out to the ethers in my mind. And I stared at this window and I was just like, how did I get here? And where do I go next? And I remember thinking I can go back and get a job and probably actually get a promotion somewhere and make more money. But honestly, I didn't really want that. There wasn't anything about that, that excited me. And I was like, I've already, I've already had a marriage fall apart. I don't actually feel like a great mom. The only thing that I had left that I felt like I held on to like gripped, held on to slipped through my fingers. Cause anything that you try to contain, it will become a constriction and it will end up being a death. And so that was part of that career. And in that moment, I woke up to say, what would it be like to start listening to that little girl that I abandoned? What would it be like to start dreaming again? What would it be like to start actually like following a path of adventure in life and actually see what's possible? What if you actually believed in yourself and your imagination, like you did when you were a little kid? Because following all the rules of what I thought I was supposed to do obviously wasn't working out. And so although there were some really, really good things, great was actually available. And the question was, was I really willing to say yes to living a great story? And in that moment, I chose that. I didn't know what it looked like. I had no idea. But in that moment, I had my own miracle on 34th street where I told the little girl in me, I will never abandon you again. It is time to play. It is time to adventure. It is time to explore. And it is time to find a new way because what I knew was I could keep going, but it would continue to be a life of complacency, a life of mediocrity, a life of, of diminishing my dreams. And in that moment, I was like, you know what? That hasn't worked out so great. Like, what if we try going left instead of right and just see where it takes us? And so that was a moment that I chose to live a great story. And that has evolved over the last, it'll be 10 years in At the end of 23, it'll actually be 10 years from the moment that I stood in New York City. And I'm going back to New York City with my mom on the same day and celebrating that moment that was a gift wrapped in sandbox or in in sandpaper for me. It was a gift that was super gritty. And that was a moment that was so incredibly important. And You guys, you don't have to get to that moment. Sometimes it takes us that moment in order for us to really wake up. But there are things right now that are calling on you. There are things right now that you're wanting to do. There are whispers that are already trying to get your attention. And it is a choice of whether or not we're going to listen. So when I ask you this question for 2023, I actually ask you, what is living a great story mean for you? What actually is that? And if you just take out a blank piece of paper and you start writing and write and write and write and let yourself be that little girl or that little boy and actually just write, like, what is the dream? What is living a great story feel like for you? What are you doing? What are you experiencing? Who are you with? What is happening How do you get to be in the world? Where are you living? What, what are you like? How are you serving other people? What does it look like? How are you like personally experiencing life? How are you feeling about your life? And just write that out. I will tell you without doing an entire class on values, your values and what you value most is going to show up in just that. So if you get nothing else from this podcast episode, stop what you're doing, get out a piece of paper, make this an actual intentional space and just write and write and write and write about what does living your great story mean? And then I ask a follow-up question of, and why does it actually matter for you? why does it matter? Because so often we don't spend enough time on these two questions. We think one day, we think one day we will get to it. The second part of where I want to lead you into is how much attention is your dreams and what you want actually getting in your life right now? Because where our attention goes, those things are what's going to grow. So if you are focusing in on what's not working, if you are focusing in on, you know, people that you don't like, things that you don't like, those types of things, or if you're focusing on just getting through the day, all of those things are what we're just going to get more of. All of those things. Are what's going to grow. And so, so often when I ask somebody what they really, really want, one is they usually can't define it because we haven't actually put much attention on it. You're spending way more time on like the present and the past than you are on what you actually want in the future. And then the second thing is, is like, if they can like describe it or they've got a couple things or even a couple dream like bucket list experiences or something like that. There's not a lot of attention that's happening on those things. There's not movement being created towards it. There's not energy being focused and and actually time, believe it or not, this is incredibly important, actual time and the energy of your dreams. When you were a little kid, you spent all kinds of time in your imagination. You spent all kinds of time. and many times we've been taught that that's a waste of time. But you know what? You know who spent a lot of time in their imagination. Walt Disney and look what he created. Steve Jobs and look what he created. the the greatest things, the greatest, the greatest creations, Start in our imagination first. And so how often are you letting yourself play in your imagination? When you hear about visualizing and visualizing your future, some of you may spend some time doing this. Some of you may have done it once or twice. And some of you are like, I've kind of heard about it, but I've not done any of it. I will tell you this morning when I did, I did a meditation visualization and sometimes I'm in a great practice of it. Sometimes I get out of the rhythm of it, but man, when I'm in it and I'm in a really great practice of it, it's part of my morning time with my prayer, my meditation and my visualization. And one of my absolute favorite things is in the morning is doing a visualization that actually leads you through three different things that you want to create in your life. Three different experiences. You choose what they are. I'm going to take a side note for just a second. One of the things that I think is incredibly important when we talk about manifesting, I am a big proponent of manifesting. I have manifested so much in my life. I have manifested Houses, experiences, people, like, like all kinds of things. We can do another episode later on manifesting. But one of the things that I think we miss is many times manifesting comes from the ego. I want this house. I want this trip. I want this, you know, whatever, this car, this whatever, Um, or I want this amount of money. And it's still from an ego space. There's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. It's just that many times we put an emphasis on what we think we want, what we think will have us be happy or fulfilled or state we finally made it. And many times when there's energy alignment and that actually does come in, many times people don't feel fulfilled and they're still in a chase. And I see this quite often. There is a big difference of and there's stages of manifestation. One of the biggest things that I feel is incredibly, incredibly important is when you are truly co-creating with God and you are manifesting from a place that are that is actually visions that are given to you, that are meant to happen through you. And when you can, Allow yourself because many times just practicing manifestation on simple things like, like I want to manifest a cup of coffee today or something like that is how we can start practicing how it actually works. But when it is co-created with God and it is actually given to you and meant to move through you, that to me is the eternal combo in the way that we are actually meant to live and carry out. Many times these visions that we are given, I would say all the time, that the visions that we are given are things that we feel is impossible, but there's an energy that hooks us that we can get wrapped around and get excited about and that we can actually start creating this in our lives. But We know that we can't do it on our own. It's just, it's so big that we know that we can't do it on our own. That is available to everyone and getting in the practice of manifestation, getting in the practice of meditation, getting in the practice of visualization, giving you the practice of your prayers, being in actual co-creation is where all of this starts happening. It's not an overnight thing. It is like going to the gym. It is building a muscle. And so even visualization When you sit down to do visualization, if you're not feeling it right away, if you're like, this is weird, if you are um, like, I'm not seeing or feeling or experiencing any of it, it's all okay. Like you're not expected to have it perfect on day one, just like it would be uncomfortable to go to the gym for the very first time. It's uncomfortable because you're building a new Habit, you're building a new pattern, and it takes a while to build the skill, and it's something that evolves over time. So, I just want to give that to you. But this morning, when I was doing visualization, it had you go through three different experiences you desired to create, and you actually feel it in the future as if it has happened, as if it is done, as if it is already like you are. You are living in it right now and you're actually feeling it. And so when I say is, do you have intention on what you want to create? And then you, do you have attention, meaning like I'm putting attention on it every single day. And not from a pressure standpoint, there's a big difference. But from a dreaming standpoint, from a feeling standpoint, from a play standpoint, and then inspired action will come from this space. So many times people miss this step, they undervalue this step. And I can tell you story after story after story, that when I have co-created this space, this visualization, this dream and felt into it, how it has unfolded has been unreal, like magic and miracles, as I always say. And so some that I'm just like, you just can't make this stuff up. You know, like if you had those moments in your life that you're just like, it's like so much synchronicity has happened that you're like, I cannot make this stuff up. And there's no way that I did this. Like it's almost too unreal. But what you did do is you put attention on it. You allowed it, you, you played in the space in your mind with it and you were open to it happening. And so this morning I was, I was visualizing the 29029 Everesting event that I am going to go do in, um, in August. And that was one that I wanted to put some attention on because, it's a big endurance challenge you guys. It's the biggest endurance challenge I have ever ever done. You guys, I will be recording lots of podcasts on it. It's going to be massive growth and there's three other friends that are doing it with me. And it is it's one of those things that it's in order to fully complete it and no matter where you get and no matter what you accomplish, it's a win. But in order to like fully, fully complete it in the 36 hours, you've got to climb the mountain the number of times and the vertical feet equal to Mount Everest. And so when you complete it, you get a red hat and it's like this, it's this super simple red hat, uh, but it has, um, it has the logo on it and it's a red hat, but nobody Nobody gets the red hat unless they've actually completed it. You can't buy it. Even the owners that created it aren't, don't even have the red hat until they've actually completed it. And now they all have. But but it's like they've made it such a part of the culture of it is, it is an earned hat. And you know it. And you know what you went through to get it. And so I am standing in the visualization of... I'm getting the red hat. And so I'm starting to visualize it now. And also knowing I get to also put in the work. And when I was visualizing it, I was visualizing two things that I think are incredibly important. Incredibly important. One is I was visualizing some really tough moments on the mountain where I was making a choice to keep going. Why? Because I know that there's going to be some decision points. I'm going to be up against it, that I am already starting to attune my energy and give attention to that's who I am. I am a person that keeps going. I am a person that knows that I can do it and also is totally in understanding that there's going to be a couple of hard moments. And I saw myself. Like I saw myself bent over with my hands on my knees, like huffing and puffing and just tired. And I saw myself getting re-energized and starting to step again and go again. And so one was that. And then the other piece that I was visualizing and that I felt the energy of was the four of us, all three girls. The four of us standing at the top with our hiking poles, our red vests on, and our red hats, getting our pictures taken, the emotions flowing down our face. I was feeling it. I was feeling the like appreciation of the journey. I was feeling the exhilaration. I was feeling the exhaustion. I was seeing their faces, and I was seeing the red hat. That's what it means when we say visualize the experience as it was already done. And if you're not in an energy of feeling it, seeing it, you get to stay there until you do. And so those are the pieces that I feel that people are missing. And and that is something that gets to happen every single day. So I have a very clear intention that I am going to 29029 Eversting. And I have attention, both in visualizing it, feeling it, experiencing it. My intention is is that I am getting the red hat. And my inspired action is, is that I'm actually following the training that they're giving me. I'm doing the things. I'm actually taking action. And I'm believing in what's possible. And I also know that there are going to be things that are tough along the way. But I know that I'm bigger. I know that I'm stronger. And I know that I'll be stronger because of it. And that is a muscle that has been built through both the visualization and the taking action by committing to my dreams. And so I give this to you today to say, where are you in this process And the second thing, if there's nothing else that you get from the podcast besides writing out what your great story is, then the second thing is, are you giving attention to your dreams or is all of your attention going to today? Is all of your attention going to how things have been going, how things are going and your dreams are put to the side? You've got to pull your dreams forefront and have them be a focus because trust me, the rest of the stuff, it's getting handled. It gets handled all the time. But when you start focusing on a dream that actually pulls you forward, this is when your life begins to change. So how do you get to set yourself up? So those are the first two points. What is your living a great story? And the second part is how are you how are you creating intention? Super clear intention. I'm getting the red hat. um, and attention every day or every week, where's the attention going to your dreams? and are you feeling it and experiencing it? The last point that I want to make for for today is write your own rules that sets you up for success. Now, When I say this, it's like no one told me that, no one told me certain things of how to set up my day in order to create this. Nobody told me what I got to say no to in order to create this. Nobody told me how something was going to happen. But I sat down and started saying, what are some rules that I get to set up for myself that's going to move me forward that's going to have these things actually happen and I also revisit them every month every quarter to say is this a rule that's actually working because I believe that sometimes what we do that sets us up for failure (laughs) is that at the beginning of the year have you ever done this where you're like I'm gonna do this every single day and you set up a rule for yourself and a Not even a couple of weeks, then you're like, well, that didn't work. Um, Because you didn't actually like evaluate your life and the major priorities in your life and find something that actually worked. And it's not something that is, that's got stickability. (laughs) It is something that kind of has gone by the wayside. And some of that is commitment level, but some of that's being actually really honest with some major priorities in your life. So for example, for me this year, my kids have um, Brock and Bryce have four months left before they graduate from high school. And so I've actually set up some rules in my business, no less that, that I am done working by two o'clock during baseball season, three o'clock during uh, basketball season, because I want to make sure that I'm not missing anything. And I have dialed a few things back to make sure that I'm fully available for extra conversations with them that suddenly are life, you know, depth conversations, because they're just in this stage where they're figuring out what's next, you know? And so being fully available for for them in that space is I've said no to a lot of evening events that normally I would go to. Um, I have said no to even travel that normally I would go to. And that's because my number one focus this year, at least until uh, graduation and through through the end of baseball, is being present fully for my kids. And so I got to write rules that created that as my number one success point. My second big focus for this year is for those of you that have been following along, that I'm on this mission to qualify for the Boston Marathon, knowing that's like three years out, but what's the focus for my training right now? And so I've set up some rules to make sure that my training is a priority. And so I've made sure that, that um, with my running coach, like everything is loaded so that she can see it with my nutrition coach, everything's loaded so she can see it. But I've set up some rules, even in my house that just set me up for success habits in order to create that. Nobody writes that for us. We've got to choose what those are there's a lot out there. I was talking about the morning routine. There's a lot out there that says you've got to get up at 5 a.m. You've got to do these through these things. There's a lot of you'll never be this if you don't do it this way. And I'm a big believer that that's actually BS. The question is, is are you intentional and do you have an when I say this, I'm going to cringe because I'm such not a systems person, but do you have systems set up for your success? Do you have things that you've created that works for you? If you've got little kids in the morning, you know what? Your priority might be sleeping while they're sleeping or certain things like that, but that doesn't mean that you don't have other systems to make sure That your dreams are still a priority, whatever they are. That your values are still front and center, whatever they are. That you're still making sure that those things are happening. What are the habits and the rules that you get to set up for you? There's a lot of people that are going to come in and say, this is the way. And I believe we get to take little bits from each person And we actually get to design our own and find something that actually fits and works and then reevaluate it because seasons change. My kids right now, they don't need me for a lot of things. So I actually have a lot of space, but I could fill a lot of that space in with a lot of things that then don't make me available for when they actually do have that moment of, I want to have this, you know, conversation, or can you come support me in this event or whatever it may be. And so I'm intentional about the way that I'm filling my time right now. And so the reason that I say this is your rules get to be filled with your yeses and your noes and no one has the right to tell you what those are. And there's a lot of like past the way your parents think it should be, the way that that you know maybe your household's supposed to run, your household's supposed to look. Uh, there's a lot of rules that we're living by that aren't actually our rules. And so I want you to take a look and take inventory of what are some of the rules that you're living by that are actually causing more stress than actually serving you? And what rules do you get to put in place that actually would serve you and would release some stress? And so for me, that's actually been narrowing down my focus and then creating rules around making sure those things stay in focus. I have very few things that are moving forward this year, but they're all really big things. And so I've set everything up to make sure that my intentions are clear my i am so incredibly clear on what a great story is this year and also that i've set up rules to make sure that those things stay the focus and so those things are my boys my training and the grace on fire vision of the expansion of the movement that we are creating together and that is it. And so, one of my rules is I go to God with that every single morning. I make sure that I'm grounded in that for all three areas and that I'm getting my direction and I'm spending time in my visualization. And then also that I never, ever, ever miss a workout. And when I say never, ever, ever, If I'm injured or sick or those types of things, that's one thing, but I am a person and this is a new identity that I've taken on a rule for myself is I am a person who is fully committed and doesn't miss their training by choice. Because if I look back at all of my training for the last 13 years, how I have kind of done it. Kind of not, still ran the race, but didn't get the results that I actually really deep down really want to get, really want to feel and experience because I hadn't com- been committed on that level. So I got to adopt a new identity, I got to write new rules, and I got to put some systems in place to ensure that it got the attention and the clear intention on this is actually happening. So, okay, you've got three main things from this episode. Let me know how, what resonated for you? Was this helpful? What questions do you have? I feel like I just did a masterclass for you guys, but I wanted to set you up with, those are some critical things that get to be at the forefront that are much more about your commitment level and much more about focusing on you, what you really want, that most people don't take into consideration when they're setting their goals. So let me know. Let me know what you want to hear more of. I would love to hear. And if this episode was helpful for you, you think it would help others. I would love it if you would like the podcast, subscribe, and share the episode. And if it was really valuable for you, what really helps the this message, this podcast get out to more people is to click a review and write a quick review it'll only take you a couple of seconds so i wish i'm wishing you a magic and miracle living your extraordinary adventure as they say live your great story for 2023 i'm super excited for the month of february we will be back with all episodes about loving yourself in really unique ways. So not just like taking a bubble bath, which, you know, I'm a proponent of, but there are other ways. And I've got an incredible lineup of guest speakers that I will be interviewing to bring to you, to bring to you for their wisdom so that you get grounded and anchored in loving yourself in a brand new way as you're living your great story, have a grace on fire day. Thanks for tuning in for today's show. If you are wanting to make sure you don't miss an episode, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And because we are all about impacting and supporting others, if this is something, you know that a friend or someone else would definitely get benefit of it, be sure to share it with them. Here's to living another day as grace on fire.